You're listening to Super Power Up with multidimensional master, superpower expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Tonya Donrekla. If you're ready to disrupt reality, then sit down, strap in, and prepare to experience the show that proves there is no spoon. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckley, your superpower expert. And today I'm joined again with the fantabulous Neva Lee Reckla. Hi, everyone. <laughs> We're talking today about radical parenting. Don, don, don. Which we're super excited about because, well, we love Burning Man and everything's radical at Burning Man. We love being weirdos. We love being weirdos. We do. We do. That's kind of our shtick. Um, so, radical parenting. Radical parenting. We did um, in the Disrupt Reality Reclamation episode, we, uh, Neva Lee, decides to inform the world that we're not normal and proceeds <laughs> to share with people that. We play a game in our house that if you make a sex joke during dinner then, and you get a reaction out of somebody, you get a point. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, this is this is what happens, folks. Like, if you're not good with transparency, don't give your kid a mic and a platform. Really, really bad unveiled. idea. What? The reckless unveiled. The, re- the reckless unveiled. I like yep. it. Um, so, so you're going to have to speak up my dearest. Okay. So, um, the, well, you don't have to, I guess you can mumble if you want. Um, yeah. <laughs> the, um, let's just be clear. You, you're, you have choice. I do. Uh, so radical parenting other than sex jokes at the dinner table, which we explained in detail in the reclamation thing. So don't crucify us just for that. I'm, I'm, I can see the comments rolling in now. Um, <laughs> it's really not that serious folks, but, but that's, that's kind of us, right? Like, like. We like to question things. We like to disrupt things. We like to say, well, what if and why would we want to do that? And do we even like doing that? And do we have to do it that way? And um, so what's that like for you? I mean, it's kind of a weird question because like, what else do you know? But you can observe the world and you you can see what's not that. So what do you think? Um, Makes me kind of grateful that I'm learning that kind of stuff at a young age because that way when I'm older, I've kind of have a kind of a box to put it in you like what kind of stuff what do you mean um sex jokes um cuss words things like that and also that helps me learn things and um kind of explain things myself because i go to a lot of adult business conferences and so that way if someone says something i can be like if someone says something sexual i can be like oh i know what that means well, and, and I think that's really where it came from. After you made that comment on the show, I was, I was kind of wondering, like, how did we get started with this? And, and I gave an explanation on the show for one of the reasons why I think it happens. But I think another part is exactly that. Like, what didn't feel good as your mom was to be sitting in a room and, and you're involved. And it's like, as long as it was about business or, or, or being a kid or whatever, then, then you could follow the conversation. But then people would make these kind of ridiculous little comments in your presence. And I'd be like, what's that mean? Well, you wouldn't though. You would just kind of look at me with this like helpless expression. Like, uh, what do I do here? Like, and and then they would act all weird. And I mean, it was just kind of gross. And it's like, so now you're playing, then, then the only message you get in it is that whatever they said was somehow, inappropriate, funny, gross, something was bad, quote unquote, about you witnessing it. And it's like, how do you... Programming is, it's bad. And I have had times where adults have like cussed in front of me or they've said something inappropriate, quote unquote, inappropriate in front of me. And they've like covered my ears 
I've had times where <laughs> someone has come up behind me and I don't even like really know them and they've covered my ears. I'm like, what the frick are you doing to me? <laughs> and, <laughs> and they cover my ears and I'm like, hi. You live such a and bizarre existence. <laughs> like I'm so grateful that I get to just watch you do it and that I'm not doing it. Yeah. I've also had times where adults have cussed in front of me and they've immediately like covered their mouths and been so embarrassed. And what I say to that is my parents were spies and were in the army. It's fine. I'm used to it. <laughs> You're over it, huh? Yep. Well, and, and honestly, that part of the reason why so, – so on the flip side of things, because I'm sure a lot of parents are listening and going, oh, my gosh, I could never do that. And what's the thing? And, and I want to be really clear. Like she just has a certain kind of countenance that, that, that she, she self-edits really well. Like she, she kind of has her own uh, – her own rhythm and her own drum beat. And so, so she's never, I mean, she's, she's self-ed is better than most adults. And so people can curse in front of her and everything. And immediately, even if she repeats what that person said, she, she alters the word for herself. And, Mm -hmm. and we don't treat it like a good versus bad. It's more of like, how does that land for you? Like, what's the vibration of it? Does it feel heavy and dense and gross when you say it? And if so, don't say it. So words like stupid and hate, like there are words that We've just pretty much like removed from our vocabulary, not because they're bad, but because they don't feel good to say. They don't even feel good for me to say. Um, And if you notice, I did say frick or frickin'. It's it's almost kind of more playful. I get to come up with my own cuss words. Um, But not really because we demanded that you don't. In fact, there's been times when you were singing a song and you would switch up the word. I'm like, if you're singing a song and it's one of the lyrics, like you know, okay, because we kind of do this free reign parenting thing. Um, But it's, you know, there's, but she doesn't, like, she just doesn't, you know, nor does she, she may make little snide, like, like, not snide, but little sidebar remarks that are kind of questionable in nature, mostly Mm -hmm. having to do with, I'm not even gonna say it. Um, I'm not ready to be that transparent just yet. (laughs) But um, I mean, it's a trip. I'm telling you, it is a trip to walk beside this one. But that piece of it, back to my original point, this is nine years in the making folks. So, so don't think that you're going to just like start making like sex jokes or cursing in front of your kids and that that's going to go well for you if they're older than two. (laughs) There's also a difference if, is I've been used to it for nine years. Like since I've been going to business conferences since I was two, I've been used to hearing sexual comments or cuss words. Um, versus your kid is seven and now you just bring it along. Don't expect, don't be surprised if they go along and start saying those things. Right. That's not a fair expectation to hold them to. I agree. And, and keep in mind, this has nothing to do with sexual comments. Yeah. We're not (laughs) saying that. Right. Go for it. See how that works out. But the, um, but what it represents is this, this dichotomy in our society about kid things are over here. Adult things are over here. But then magically when they become adults, we, we expect them to know how to navigate those spaces. Exactly. How are they going to know how to navigate those spaces if they've never been in those spaces? It's also kind of like, um, the boys separated from girls. Right. I did a hot clothes for kids video. Dang. I've been bringing this up a lot. Um, about boys things and girls things. And I remember I was reviewing a stormtroopers dress and I was talking about how there shouldn't be a different but difference between boys' toys and girls' toys, you know? Just toys. They're That's just what you said. Toys. It was so cute. Maybe we'll put a, put a <laughs> link to that clip on here. 
Um, so, so we're, we're going to keep talking about radical parenting and bring Neva back here after the break. Um, but before we do, you can find her at nevaleerekla.com or superpowerkids.com, uh, all, or all over social media and, you know, all that good stuff. So when we come back from the break, we're going to dive into radical parenting and maybe how you can start taking some steps toward radical parenting, not necessarily, you know, dive off the deep end and go full force. So stick with us. And when we come back, we're going to, we're going to glean some information here from little Miss Neva and you're not going to want to miss it. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Okay, we're back. You're listening to the Superpower Podcast Disrupt Reality Series. We're talking today with Neva Lee Reckla about radical parenting. And if you missed it before the break, I don't know how you could have missed it, uh, but if you did then, um, you know, you may want to go back and talk about or listen to, we talked about cursing and sexual comments and how you navigate those with your kids. Um, but let's move into now the idea of it's, it's great. Like everybody's like, Ooh, I want to be a radical parent. Um, you know, but in order to be a radical parent, you have to create a paradigm in w- which allows your kid to be a radical kid. Yeah. And, and that, that's kind of a conundrum in our society, especially if your kids are in typical kid environments. Yeah. And, you know, we joke a little bit. It's like at this point, she's not only unschoolable. It's like, you know, we'd be those people who, you know, now the kids going and be like, guess what I learned in school today? And I was like, oh, crap, that's Neva yeah. again. Um, you know, and, and it's not that it's inappropriate. It's just a different kind of... Uh, way of looking at it or definition of it, right? So people ask us a lot about Burning Man and how we navigate Aww. Burning Man with you, especially people who've been there. Like, yeah. that that's a trip to me. We've had people tell us, like, no, bef- the first time you go to Burning Man, you can't bring your kid. One, my parents don't drink, um, and I can't imagine drinking on the playa. Um, they don't drink. They, they aren't big partiers. So the idea of going without me was, like, absurd and also we don't do anything without each other i guess something else I'd like rarely, to, huh? something else i'd like to say is there's a difference between radical parenting and just letting your kid go wild Ooh, say more about that i think that's a great point oh <laughs> uh, i watched a youtube video and i was like oh, what would you do if this mom dropped her quote-unquote eight-year-old son off at the beach um and just let him wander around with total strangers that there's a difference between doing that and letting your kids hear certain words you know but if you let your kid just go off and be and cuss and be dropping sex comments at school there's a huge there's a huge gap between those two things so how do you think we did it well first of all i'm making an assumption so would you say that your dad and i radically parent you Yes. Okay. So, and, and would you say that in that we've been successful in allowing you to develop uh, into like a radical kid? Yes. Okay. So how did that happen? How did we do it? Well, 
like, I have this image, like, one, I'm a very woo-woo spiritual nine-year-old, because you guys are very woo-woo and spiritual as well. Um, I had this image the other day that, like, my doctor, when I was being born, was a spirit. Like, you've let me be spiritual, you've let me hear cuss words and sexual comments, which is, which I'm very grateful for, because then I go off into the world and I can, I have some point of view for what people are speaking about, because then I'm not wandering around like, what is that person talking about? Why can't I be involved? Well, I, just, I just think it creates this, and that's what we witness. It creates this whole like separation, like and it even separates out the kid and the parent. Yeah, and so it just didn't feel only, good. Yeah, not only would we be, I'd be separated from adult environments. I mean, what are adult environments and kid environments, anyways? Well, but you talk about <laughs> it in your book that that's a big yeah. part of of that's a big part who you of came my to life. be. Yeah, because. I've gone to adult environments, and I've gotten used to those. And Well, you've spoken kind of at places where kids aren't even allowed to attend yeah. at events. I've changed it so kids are allowed because I've been there. Um, at Burning Man, we camp at Buddha Camp, so shout out. Um, and I was the first kid in, like, 14 years to ever camp with them last year, and now it's open to families. And so... Wherever I go, I open up environments for kids, and I'm very grateful because of that because I can show people that kids can make a difference, and mm-hmm. we can act like adults. And um, But I have noticed that a judgment that I've heard a lot is parents tell me that their kids suck, um, when, but it's because they haven't. And most of the time it happens at business conferences. They're like, my kids suck. They they don't do business well. It's because you're not bringing them to business conferences. <laughs> so no. <laughs> and basically, it's just like a cover up from them being guilty that I didn't bring my kid. And or I didn't. I never even thought yeah. that my kid could do it. And I never. And they never even thought that they could, or it was a possibility. And then they're telling me behind their kid's back that their kid sucks and doesn't do it. Or they tell me when their kid is right next to them, mm. and it's like their their kid's first time being at a business conference. I'm like, well, this is why. Because this is their first time ever coming, and they're like 13, you know? Well, and you're denigrating them in front of me. Like, yeah, like, that's not good. And I even talk about it in my book. That is the type of stuff that makes me want to stop. And I love what I'm doing. It is one of my favorite parts about being on this planet but when a parent tells me that their kid sucks or that they can't do it and they're too caught up in video games it's because you're not bringing your kid into those environments i had a parent ask me and this is one of the best questions i've been asked from a parent is why do you think kids are scared to face their fears and like follow their hearts and follow their dreams. And I said, it's because our parents aren't showing us what that it's a possibility and they aren't taking us to business conferences. They aren't taking us to areas where we can learn about our dreams and there's other people who are, aren't our relatives supporting us. Mm. And I 
said relatives, but sometimes the relatives aren't even supporting their own family members. And that's the it's biggest hard, thing. yeah, if they don't have a paradigm for it, huh? Yep, and, and it's because that parent was parented, was probably parented that way, and it's one of the hardest things I can, someone could tell me is that my kid sucks, they don't know anything about business, and I know this is my ego, but I kind of want to say to them, well... Next time, bring them to the business conference. You know, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you all know that she, she's not mincing any words anymore, folks. So if you come at her like that at an event, she's probably gonna call you on your crap because it's, it's, By it is way, intolerable. You know, I'm not all unicorns, rainbows, and cute little nine year olds. I am a demon. A demon. <laughs> demon. A demon. The a, word is demon. I'm a demon. And perhaps you want to elaborate on that? Okay. Rather so. than just dropping that bomb and walking <laughs> away from it. Like, oh, okay, well, on to the next thing. You should buy her book. <laughs> I mean that. <laughs> maybe, maybe we could look for a different word. No, yeah. please explain. It came out of your mouth. Um, I mean that as in I'm not a regular nine-year-old. And so. Well, but what does that I, even mean, right? Do we really want true. to promote that? True. Um. I do this a lot for my parents, and I will do it for a random stranger. I do not, I will call your BS. I will not let you share it to the world, nor am I interested in hearing it. Sometimes I am the one promoting it, because I have those times. But most of the time, if I'm in a higher frequency and coming from my heart, not my head, BS is nowhere for me. I will not hear it, nor will I let a parent tell me that their kid sucks because of that you know so that feels a little like you're gearing up to play that role which is fine because that usually that happens first right we kind of get that that kind of warrior sense until we're like is that okay am i still alive can i say it is is mom okay with that is are the listeners gonna kill me am i getting a lot of hate mail like like you kind of test the waters first so you can integrate it and then carry it because my suspicion is is that you will integrate it and you will carry it in a very powerful way. And it won't be so like, I'm a demon. I'm going to kill you. You know, don't talk about your kids. I'm going to eat you. Like, like that's this. the wrong word. <laughs> no, I think it was the absolute right word because you're playing with how to stand in that space and to help parents see like, no, like it's not okay for you to badmouth your kids because you're afraid that you screwed up. Yeah. Right. It's and, only a cover up from, and that only tells me that they were, they felt like they messed up, and exactly. so they take it out on their kids, and it, and that's only tells me more about their parent, the parent than the child. Um, it's because they're afraid that they messed up in some way, and so they, they're like, it's all my kids' fault. <laughs> yeah. Well, my love, I, I, what I do know about you is that you walk this world with grace. Not that you don't screw up from time to time, or you know, the Not demon comes out. <laughs> But you're not always graceful, that's for no. sure. But but you have a generosity of spirit that I trust that if you hold to your center and connect to your highest in those moments where there's an opportunity for you to present a different perspective, the words will come to you to do it in a way that the parent can receive it as the gift that it is. Yep. Um, they may their their pieces and parts may not be all that keen on it, but I trust that when you're called into that space, that it will be from the place that, that you always serve from, right? Yeah. Um, so, so 
walk in confidence with that mm-hmm. and keep testing the bounds. Like you're, that's yep. the only way you can, like, like you're going to say the wrong thing and you're going to upset somebody and you're going to be rude when you didn't mean to, because we all have our own fearful parts that yep. kick in. Right. Yep. Um, okay. So let's go back to talking about me and <laughs> want to talk about me. You want to talk about that, right? Um, I know I just, that, that was my, my attempt at levity, but the, um, but when I asked about, you know, so how do we parent? So, so you, you, you named the big one, which in your book, right? A, B, C, D, E, A is a, a adult environments. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about that. What, a, what else would you say? Um, not, not connected to your book. That's not where I was driving it. Mostly I was just, you know, throwing in a promotion of the book right there <laughs> by the book, by the book, by the book, by the book. Um, the, um, what else would you say that we do that leads to radical parenting? Cause I think, I think there's a lot of parents that really, want to know and maybe they can't take their kids to all kinds of adult environments and business conferences because they're not going to them or or the the kids school schedule won't allow for what else can they do or what do we do um well it's so weird because it's like this is my normal so Hmm. asking me how it's different it's almost like can't cooperate well i'm not necessarily asking you how it's different let's talk instead about how okay so then describe um your our our parenting relationship to you like um so a lot of the times I notice like it's not parents against children um most of the time if it is that's my ego making it um a lot of the times we come in a heart center um we always have each other put it out in the middle so if we're insecure about something we've had a hard day we put it out in the middle before we eat before we go to bed even before we get in the car to go on a trip we put it out in the middle that way we're not storing it inside of ourselves and that's one of the biggest things because then we can go about our lives being happy what do you mean by put it in the middle um so basically like instead of store up pent up anger and sadness and insecurities we kind of like not vomited all over each other, but we kind of just like lightly place it in the middle and then we deal with it, not deal with it. We um kind of fix it one person at a time. And so we're like, okay, let's work on that, you know, versus just go, go to your room and scream in a pillow. Um, also the way you, um, what's the word? Um, kind of, like um like sending me to my room. Um some parents I notice do that to like they say it in a different way, so like go think about what you've done, young lady. You guys don't do that. You go go into your room, go think about what you've done, think about how you can go into a high frequency. When you're in a high frequency, come out and we'll talk about it. Versus like your room is like the punishment. Yeah, I think that's an interesting concept if you and think so about it. Like that's your room. room. <laughs> like like they sleep in there. Like and, like And it, so all their pent up anger and sadness like prison. is in their room and then like they go to bed in there. And it's like why do you think your kid wakes you up at twelve o'clock? It's yeah, because Or they have restless nights or nightmares like I would too. Uh-huh. And so it's like um uh, like I, I see it more as like your safe yeah. space to, to like separate for a second 
Yeah, and, and be surrounded with you and your kid stuff and, and, and your world to be able to go, okay, is there a different perspective here? And it's just so weird that it's like the room is like the That's a bizarre practice. Center. Yeah. So if you're curious as to why your kid is waking you up at 3 a.m., it's probably because that's where you send them to. <laughs> this is smart. There you go, folks. So, so that's a great example. I like that example. I hadn't thought about it before, but I hadn't um, thought about it until this moment. <laughs> well, and, and so okay. So then people ask us like, "Well, how do you know to do this? And is there a book? And who do you follow?" And da da da. I'm like, we just make it up. Like, I did not come out of the womb with an instruction sheet. <laughs> just to be clear, <laughs> she did not, folks. That is a true statement. But and on some level, we're all given an instruction sheet because if you simply attune yourself to your resonance. Then you know what feels good, and that's that's why, like, oftentimes that's where we get the inspiration to do things differently. Is is like our example of why we would start explaining to our child some of these lewd comments, but but the option is is like she's sitting at the table, and so one of two things has to happen: either you two are communing that, and like you have your own secret parent language, which you guys do, but it's not to hide things from me, right? Most of the times, like. I just noticed that you guys are very in sync with each other. They will start singing a song, and they will be in the same pitch, in the same tune, and in the same beat. But, like, imagine if I was sitting there, and you guys said something, like, Jazz said something sexual, and you started cracking up, and you both were laughing about it, and I was like, and I'd be like, well, let's just eat my carrot. Like... (laughs) Yeah, well, I agree with you. What are you, you guys and, talking about? Right, and, and it doesn't feel, it didn't feel good to be like, and maybe it's because you're an only child and there was no one really to band with, or or if we were joking and laughing and ha-haing in your presence over here. But the good news is I do have two older siblings, who are my half-siblings, and so when they come over, we yeah. all get to laugh about with that. Um, it's like Well, and I would venture to say their presence in your life really dictated some of this because when 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 they were spending time with us and we were connecting with them in a different space to leave you out didn't feel good so to leave them out doesn't right so So. it's like how do you be inclusionary Mm -hmm. in all things and it's like well and a big part of it too is like we we built this 24 7 family and it's like your dad and i weren't going to be content watching cartoons all the time you know so it's like if you're going to engage them and find a middle ground for all of you there's going to be some give and take. And I do want to be clear that 24-7 family, just we're all connected. Our spirits are all connected with each other. But it's not like we're all in a prison with each other. and like <laughs> We can never go have me time. That's absolutely not true. Um, but it's almost like even harder to leave. Yeah, me. it's like, like you kind of don't want to. Yes, because it's not like you guys aren't forcing me to hang out with you. And so I'm not that, like, um, rebel. I am a rebel, but in a good way. I'm not that rebel teenager going off and, like, I don't want to hang out with my parents. Yeah. <laughs> you might. We don't know. Who knows what will happen when you're a tween. But True, but... I, don't, I suspect that we've circumnavigated that, but maybe yeah. not. Maybe we yeah. haven't. But it's, but it's, like, um, I know some kids may kind of be embarrassed, like, I'm best friends with my parents. I am best friends with my parents, you know? So, like, some kids would be embarrassed about that. Um, I don't know. We may remind you of this when you're 16. We may play this video. You all heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) But the good news is because you guys do that, I don't get embarrassed easily. Like, 
we could be laughing and singing to our favorite song in a grocery store, and I'm jamming out with you guys. I'm not. We have fun, don't we? My parents, I don't know them. (laughs) (laughs) Which some kids may be. So. Yeah, but those are my parents, the weirdos, right? Yep. But I am a weirdo, so. You are well. My love, I as always, I appreciate your insights, and and um, you know, I it is special, and it's we work at it though, folks. It's like certainly she makes it easy. Yeah, she you know she's she's remarkable. I'll give you that, and we 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 put we practice it like she's work into it. It doesn't. Yeah, it's like the saying: your room doesn't just clean itself. You have to put work into it, and. You have to focus on that because if we all didn't put any work into it, good news is we wouldn't want to spend any time with each other. So Right. That's true. So very cool. What, what's the last piece of advice? So, mm-hmm. so if there's a parent watching this and they know that they've, they've been parenting in very traditional ways and they're like, you know, I'd like to change that relationship with my child now um, if, if the child's open to it for sure. Um, how do, how does somebody just like gently start stepping into this without disrupting their entire existence? Unless they want to, we're all about disruption, but unless they don't. Well, I would say have a conversation with your kid because that's what we do. We go and talk about how do we want to change our lives? How do we, we talk about schooling, we talk about work and that's how we connect. So I would say just have a conversation with them and one conversation can make a huge difference because mm, then you're not going about your life and changing your kid's life as well without them, without their consent. Um, it's a family decision um, because the kid will be so, I know I'm very appreciative of it. So your kid probably will be. So mm. have a conversation with them. Just say, Hey, I'm thinking about maybe changing up our lifestyle a little bit and say, these are the points to dun to dun to dun. And have a conversation with them. Say, if that's not open to you, let's change it up in a way that we would all like it, you know? For sure. And if, and if you want more, if you have a community of people who are interested in these conversations, you know, Neva and I are happy to come and talk. Um, this is one of our signature talks is Radical Parenting. And, um, and answer questions that people have and, and kind of mind meld and see if there's some, some techniques you can use. We're happy to do that. Um, you know, because because we do think it's important, and we've seen the benefit of it, and just how enriched and 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 lovely and just yummy our lives are because of it. Yeah, beautiful. Well, my love, thank you for joining us. Thank you. You can find out more about her at nevaleerekla.com or superpowerkids.com. And to all of you out there, as always, we appreciate your loyalty. We appreciate your listening. Love your kids harder. Be more radical. Um, of course, find your superpowers and start playing with them because that's what we love to do. And we know that together we can change the world. Take care, everyone. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.